Okay. So as we return for episode 13 of Dice and Confused, the characters have expertly handled... No one got touched. (laughs) Not one person. And you guys, you guys kept knocking her down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Played by the mechanics of the game. <laughs> and with one enemy, there's only so much that I can do. And Ismark has had experience with vampires before, but he hasn't had the luxury of you guys. So with the combination of the two, you guys were able to make short work of Doru. Not <laughs> very the, short. <laughs> an episode's worth of that motherfucker and so slain with a stake to the chest now you guys are free to uphold to the other end of the deal of the priest and further on Ismark and Fago to bury the father of Kolyan and Derevich and you guys make your way outside the gates with the villagers outside the gates uh, viewing you all holding the corpse of the late Burgermaster and make your way to the west side of the church to one of the gates and creak it open (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> just isolate that noise like anytime we open the door that was like a wooden sound I was hoping for a metal yeah. sound right, <laughs> that'll work and you guys make your way uh, towards the center of the graveyard where the head honchos are typically buried and you see a large mausoleum in the center of the graveyard with uh, uh, it seems to be of adequate size and the priest is yes this is the place where we will bury the late Burgermaster Corleon and And points to it, and it looks like the obvious place for the the main family that governed over Barovia to rest. And you guys go inside, and, and uh, as the priest opens the door to the mausoleum... As you guys make your way over to the mausoleum, several grave sites, uh, some uh, occupied, some not, most of them occupied, a few shallow holes where future denizens will reside uh, as they perish, uh, appear throughout the graveyard as a means of preparation for whenever the time comes. But as you make your way to the center of the mausoleum, uh, there appears one grave within that has been opened already. Kind of assuming the position. And uh, you make your way in. Oh, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Sounds great. And as you place the body within the sarcophagi, and uh, as the top of the cover of the tomb lays unrest you cover it back up and you push it within and the priest (laughs) (laughs) fucking bird (laughs) obnoxious don't interrupt me (laughs) and (laughs) as you make your way in and as you push (laughs) as you push the slab in with the cover 
uh, on top of Colleen and Dervish and you make it flush with the wall inside the mausoleum uh, Father Donovich the priest uh, comes forth and says that will do now comes the time of the burial and I will uphold with my end of the bargain for laying my son to rest as much as it molds me to deal with it I wish that there was another way, but I will uphold my end of the bargain. <laughs> you <already> said that. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. In the eternal words of Karg. <laughs> I pray to the morning. I pray to the morning lord for a, some kind of reconciliation to put his soul at ease in another way, but it appears that there was no other option. So, it is with great sadness that I call upon the Morning Lord today. Ah. Is this still the actual morning? Yes. It appears <laughs> it's about 10.30. <laughs> Alright, cool. <laughs> From what my watch says. <laughs> the sun does not shine upon us this day. Doesn't it shine not upon you any day? But it's overcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's only... I mean, not physically. <laughs> but perhaps it will shine tomorrow. Yeah. Unlikely. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> Burgermaster Colian <laughs> has departed from this dreadful place. He was a good man who obeyed the laws and did his best, his best, and cast a great <laughs> shadow to see this village safe from the tribulations of the land. But alas, we have a new burgomaster. Is Mark Kolyanovich? Medium rare, please. <laughs> the le- Never mind. Who will see us through this new darkness? A sneer at the priest. At that mix of. <laughs> oh, morning, Lord. <laughs> We ask that you embrace Colian in warm rays of light so that his soul can finally rest. Take him far away from here where... What? 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 Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Oh, no. No. This can't be. This cannot. Just then, everyone begins to hear the sounds of hoofbeats and metal wheels rolling upon the ground from the south. Through the fog and the mist, a grim, sleek, jet black carriage drawn by two large black horses approaches. I'm ready my hammer. <laughs> I, I 
already shot an arrow at him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I never grabbed my javelin. The carriage comes to a halt in front of the mausoleum. The rider, the driver, leaps down effortlessly to the ground and turns to the door on the side of the carriage and <coughs> and clears his throat. <laughs> and he says, It is with great animosity that I present the dreadlord of Barovia, the ancient one. He is the land upon which you all now stand. <laughs> Count Strahd von Zarevich. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> the door opens, and out steps the ruler, of which you've all heard so much about. Mr. Dreadlocks. <laughs> no. So it's what you said. You. <laughs> I didn't say shit. That was all him. You said the <laughs> I had no part of that con construct. In the flesh. Painted this today. Oh, but he's smaller than the guy that got out, so he's he's got some LFS. That little fella syndrome. I am the dreadlord. He's not short. He's of reasonable size. He's definitely smaller than the person who announced his presence. Please take a couple pictures. Somebody capture the moment. Let's see. His long, well-kept, straight hair is jet black with a few streaks of white along the edges of his scalp. But the first thing you notice is his eyes. Even in the day, his eyes glow red as fire. His teeth are pearly white as his canines appear much larger than a normal humanoid's do, sharpened to a point at each side. His face appears emotionless, but displays a brilliant sense of intelligence like none of you have ever seen. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm already shooting my crossbow at him. <laughs> so, uh, let me finish, so, so just prepare yourself for that. <laughs> His wardrobe makes him look like a general in, in command of a vast force. Several well, thin plates of smooth black metal of master craftsmanship are arranged perfectly within his red tunic and look like they allow for maximum mobility. His sword, hidden within a bronze scabbard, gives off a faint aura of black energy. It looks to be a magical magical weapon of untold slaughter. His eyes back to his eyes. Still move, red. Move up and down Fago for a moment. Oh dang, he undressing you girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. Then briefly to Ismark. 
Not up and down, though? No. All right. And the priest, now cowering at his knees. So, So he's coming for you. Then to the rest of the group. <laughs> my, my crossbow's already pointed straight at his grill. Thank you, Rahadim, my most trusted servant. Welcome to my kingdom of Barovia. First, I must express my gratitude for dealing with that repulsive cult of Osiris that resided beneath Durst Manor to the east. You have provided an outstanding service to me and my people. When I first conquered and took control of this land, that cult had already been hard at work to try and raise some sort of evil from outside this plane of existence. Their attempts, however, were futile. It would require much more of a sacrifice than they were ever capable of achieving. Once they discovered what they believed to be my true power, they pleaded to swear their undying allegiance to me in return for dark gifts. Man, I have I have been looking for more gifts for my reactions lately. But I declined. No servant of mine would ever receive anything from me if all they have to offer me is death. I have sampled more than my share of that, I can assure you. They were nothing but a cancer, Tiborovia. And your elimination of them did not go unnoticed. Perhaps I will have further use for you. Shoot the arrow. He grabs the arrow. Damn, but I rolled a 20. It is of no concern to me. (laughs) (laughs) He grabs the arrow. If only you knew. And drops the arrow at the ground. My power is further demonstrated. You just missed one arrow. That's not a lot. Now his red eyes turn to Fago. (laughs) (laughs) And he takes a small step towards her. Shoot another arrow. (laughs) (laughs) He grabs the next one. Son of a bitch! (laughs) Damn it! Son of a bitch! Give me a drink! You will hear what I have to say, Afork. And you, Hyle. I've seen your like before. It is, it is nothing of concern to me. 
You are not the first to arrive at this place. What about when I what about when I put on these high heels? Damn slightly taller. It makes no difference to me if you walk like a woman or walk like a man. <laughs> or if your name is Lola, I do not concern myself. What if I have that SODA soda? <laughs> no, I'm not the world's most passionate guy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, he directs his attention towards Fago, and he says to her, Fago Moon Mist, even in this moment, you are as beautiful as you have ever been. It is with the deepest grief that I learned of the death of your kind and noble father. And especially that it is affecting your young heart beyond all sensation. In this sad world of ours, sorrow eventually comes to all. And to the young, it comes with the bitterest agony because it is so often taken unaware. Your elders, no doubt, have learned to ever expect it. Almost. I'm pretty pissed. I'm gonna be honest. Rising anger. <laughs> There's a little meter in the bottom right of the screen that is Ismark's anger, and it is slowly boiling. <laughs> I am anxious to afford some alleviation of your present distress, Fago. Perfect relief is not possible, I understand. Except with time. You surely realize now that you will never smile again? Is this not so? I'm certainly not smiling right now. Seems like a pretty nice guy. He's probably got a nice house. He probably does have a good house. Anyway, yet. Yeah, yeah, what's your house look like? What's up, Shitty Betty? Do you have pictures? Let me make my move. <laughs> I guess I could look it up on Zillow. <laughs> anyway, yet your your ability to smile again, that it may never happen again, is a mistake. You are sure to be happy again. To know this, which is certainly true, will make you some less miserable now. I have had experience enough to know what I say 
and you need only believe it to feel your heart warm once again. Work his magic, bro. Just let him do his thing. Push you nail that. I'm about to cock block the shit out of you over here. <laughs> the memory of your dear father, instead of an agony, will yet be a sad, sweet feeling in your heart. Yeah, hard like this. You could, you could try to eat some of that magic meat pie. It just makes you think of happy stuff. Yeah. Of a purer and holier sort than you have ever known before. His gaze turns to his mark. His gaze turns. <laughs> All of his gaze turns. Is to that his plural? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I also present my kind regards to your afflictionist, Mark. With more responsibilities, I'm sure you'll not disappoint. That's it. That's it. Is Mark's pissed? How dare you talk about my responsibilities? My <laughs> I said, wash the dishes. This is bullshit. Is Mark anger? Max. Is Mark anger? Max. Is Mark's pulling out a steak and he's just gonna say, This is for my father, and he's gonna lunge oh. at Strahd. He turns back to Fago and takes one more small step towards you and extends his hand. No, I present to you with an offer, my fair lady. You have nothing else here to keep you in this village. And Ismark will be too busy with the responsibilities of Burgermaster to care for you. If you wish to be happy once again, come with me to my castle Ravenloft and become my queen. And together we shall rule over this land through its all eternity. All you have to do is take my hand. What do you say, Fago? Ismark approaches me to Strahd and makes his way towards with pulling out a stake from within his backpack. And what do you say as you approach? My father, you know, you come here with this shit. At his, <laughs> his, his resting place, you're going to talk a bunch of shit, trying to take my sister. I'm not having it. The whole bit. And you make your way forth, and you plunge your fucking stake into the chest of Strahdbones out of the bitch. And it... <laughs> Put some respect on my name. How, how, how far, on my name. How far does the stake go y'all through? Finish, does it, y'all finish, y'all done. Pop out the he pl- as he plunges the stake deep within the chest of Strahd von Zarovich, he clutches the stake and falls to his knees. He lets out a gasp of bloody air. <laughs> Just then, to the northwest, through the thick fog, high on the mountaintop, at the very peak of Castle Ravenloft's tallest tower, yeah, he- a glimmer of orange light resonates from the window. You got some shit on your face. Yeah. 
was worth it. <laughs> I appreciate that, though. <laughs> I know they can't see it, but... <laughs> I, I mean, I have this Sorry. conversation with people all the time. If they, like, have a yeah. booger hanging out of their nose or something... You gotta tell them. Whenever they're giving a big speech or something, tell them. Yes. Yeah, you, I, you, I would tell them. I would yeah, want somebody to tell you them. Had, you had the deep drop in your, in your, in your tea. It'll make what comes after better. I appreciate that. Did I get it all? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> From Castle Ravenloft's tallest tower, a glimmer of orange light resonates from the window and pulses out from, from it in great waves. And then Strahd says to Ismark, Well, I don't think so. As Strahd, in the blink of an eye, uppercuts Ismark in the jaw and blows him backwards at 20 feet. <laughs> he stands back to his feet and pulls the stake out from his chest. And just as he does, the hole in which it made instantly closes up as if it never happened. Even his vest and tunic have sewn themselves back together. With that, the orange light from the highest tower of the castle goes dark. It is of no matter. The offer still stands, Fago. Come to me, my dear. And with that... While he's got his balls fixed on Fago, I run around and I do a... a a super, a super sneaky, and I cut the reins on his horse. <laughs> cut the reins on his horse on the carriage? Yeah. Okay. And the horse just remains there. Just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look in the slightest bit. I grab the horse by the balls. Oh. Yikes. That's how you make a move. We're going to leave that up to what happens next time. Because the vital I, parts... Have to I go th- I threw an and 18. tend to their child. <laughs> I, th- I, I threw an 18 on the ball grab. I just want. Thank you.